Healthy Living Tuesdays on Drive Time Experience. Yes, it is. And uh, we continue talking about issues around alcohol abuse. And uh, we now uh, find out more about this social group that I mentioned earlier that promotes sobriety called A World Without Wine. Let me welcome my guest on the line, Janet Gurant, uh, founder of A World Without Wine. Uh, Janet, good afternoon. Welcome to the show. Hi there, Ernest. Thanks so much for having me. Yeah, welcome, welcome. Uh, I can't help but uh, remember an ad that says, uh, this wine is for eating, drinking, laughing and everything good uh, with it. <laughs> as, I, as I get into uh, our discussion uh, this afternoon, uh, I guess it leads in nicely with uh, this question. What led you to start uh, a group called A World Without Wine? Well, Ernest, I started this uh, group, we call ourselves The Social Network, and I started it because when I wanted to give up drinking uh, about two years ago, I just couldn't find anything here in South Africa that suited me, that was supporting me. I went to uh, AA, but it, it just wasn't working for me. I looked at a few rehabs, but uh, I just couldn't find the right thing. So uh, eventually I was due to go home to the UK for a little holiday, it's where I'm from. So I found a workshop there, just a one-day workshop called uh, How to Quit or Moderate Your Drinking. Mm -hmm. And amazingly, I mean, it sounds like a cliche, but it, it changed my life. It could have even saved my life. Because that, that one-day workshop just enabled me to stop drinking. Mm -hmm. And when I returned to South Africa a few months later, I decided that I would set up a world without wine here to not only safeguard my own sobriety, but to share with other people what, what I'd learned. Mm -hmm. So was this in part inspired by a personal experience, Janet? Oh, totally, yes. I, was, um, I, I really needed to stop. Mm -hmm. My, my wake-up call really was breast cancer. And the, the evidence between cancer and alcohol uh, consumption is, uh, is stacking up on a daily basis. Mm -hmm. But in 2006, I got breast cancer. I had a mastectomy, chemo, radiotherapy. So uh, while I was sick, I, I did some research about alcohol. And I was horrified to discover that drinking more than one and a half bottles of wine a week <laughs> really puts your health at risk. And I was putting that away at night, really. Mm, mm. And and that resulted uh, in in the cancer itself. Now earlier uh, we took callers as well, uh, talking about specifically the reasons why for them to share the reasons why they stopped drinking and uh, also share mm. uh, what benefits have they seen uh, since they stopped and uh, what benefits have you seen, uh, Janet? Oh, so many, Ernest. Um, where do I start? Well, I think you know the first relief was uh, a mental relief. Mm -hmm. Because after my breast cancer, I, I didn't stop. You know, I tried to moderate for years and, uh, and it would work for a few weeks and then I would go completely over the top and have a blackout. And uh, I eventually came to this decision that I must stop, got some help, stopped. And I think, you know, the relief, the mental relief was massive because it, somehow it's easier to stop than... Uh, and keep counting units and try and always feeling bad because you, you've drunk too much. Mm -hmm. So for me, it was a huge mental relief. Mm. And obviously physical, you know, I've, uh, uh, like many ladies, I've spent my, my whole life on a diet, but uh, 
once I finally understood that your body won't even start burning calories until it's got rid of this poison that we put in it called alcohol, mm-hmm. then, uh, you know, I stopped drinking and my excess few kilos just dropped off effortlessly. Wow. So that's a pretty nice benefit. <laughs> mm-hmm. No, certainly, certainly. L- losing weight and all of the other health benefits associated with yeah, it. Yeah, I've got so uh, much more energy, creativity. You know, I used to sit in front of TV in the evening with my bottle of wine and you know, I was just wasn't doing anything, and now I'm out and about and researching and writing and uh, mm-hmm. just feeling so much happier and better. Mm. Now, I see you also run Dry January and uh, Dry February campaigns. Please tell us more about those. Sure. Well, we teamed up with uh, a fabulous NGO called Earth Child, and what they do, it sounds a bit strange, but they provide yoga lessons for children in township schools. And the idea behind this is that yoga provides these kids with a feeling of kind of peace and connection in their lives that are sometimes difficult. And just 200 rounds provides the child with a whole year of yoga lessons. So the way that we've um, collaborated is that in return for a a small donation, uh, we send out a daily email, 30 emails, to get you through an alcohol-free month. So we, we did this last year and we raised 30,000, which meant 150 kids got a year of yoga. Mm-hmm. And this year we're already at 32,000 and I think we've got seven days left. Wow. So we're now encouraging people to do a dry February because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. it is the shortest month after all. True. And just try it, you know, give your body a break. Because mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There, there is evidence that even taking a one month off drinking really does help, you know, gives the liver yeah. a bit of time to recover. No, absolutely. Now, you're holding workshops as well uh, next month. What happens at these workshops? They're not like Alcoholic Anonymous uh, meetings, are they? No, not at all. I certainly don't make people say, Their my names. name is Fred <laughs> and I'm an alcoholic. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't believe in labeling people. Yeah. Uh, what happens is it, it's, one day, I usually um, keep the numbers to no more than 12 people. And we start the day with shares when people talk about their own relationship with alcohol, why they're concerned. Then we take them through a toolkit, um, strategies, techniques to help them cut down or stop. And also advice about how to navigate the way in a society where alcohol has become completely normalized, because that's that's a big part of it. It's not just uh, stopping drinking, but it's how to cope. You know, you don't want to become a recluse. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And uh, we provide practical advice on what to drink when you don't drink, because that's also very important. There are some uh, stunning non-alcoholic drinks uh, coming to market finally. So people leave the, the workshop with a tangible plan to make a change. Yep. And they also become part of our community. We've got lots going on. So we do have lots of social things. We've even got a sober book club, would you believe? Oh, wow. All right. (laughs) (laughs) Just quickly, uh, Janet, as we wrap up, uh, you have a a Facebook page or maybe a website? Absolutely. We've got Worlds Without Wine on Facebook. Um, We've got the website is called is worldwithoutwine.com. Mm-hmm. On the homepage uh, of the website, I've got a link where you can go directly to register for Dry February or you can register for one of the workshops. There's one in Joburg next month, the month after that in Cape Town.
Okay. All right, Janet. Thank you so much for your time and uh, insights as Thanks, well. Thanks, Tony. All the best. Thank okay. you. Bye. Right. Bye. That's uh, Janet Gurant, founder of A World Without Wine. In fact, uh, their mission is to really to, to support and inspire a life without alcohol. It is possible.